0: this episode of the lead machine growth show is brought to you by lead machine the step-by-step tech easy system for getting leads online are you ready to start attracting your ideal audience right away join the five-day lead magnet magic challenge today at www.getleadmachine.com forward slash magic say goodbye forever to struggling with lead magnets and say hello to getting your offers seen by your ideal clients. Welcome to the Lead Machine Growth Show, where you will discover how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream. Paul Guyen, the mastermind behind the Lead Machine, introduces you to trailblazers who inspire you to implement life-changing solutions and systems you can model to nurture your leads And get your offers seen by your ideal clients who will invest in themselves and you. Be sure you visit our website at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, tune in and get ready to transform your vision into reality.
1: Welcome to the Lead Machine Growth Show, where passion meets entrepreneurship and dreams become reality. I'm Paul Guyon, your lead machine coach, host, and international best-selling author and tech and marketing expert, passionate about helping you, the entrepreneur, coach, and solo entrepreneur, tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream. Are you ready to unleash your full potential and achieve extraordinary results? Then you're in the right place. We'll dive deep into the strategies, insights, and stories of trailblazers, like our guest who have overcome the obstacles of technology, marketing and mindset and making a huge impact on their audience and customers. So buckle up and get ready for an exhilarating ride with inspiration, motivation and practical advice. Whether you're just starting out or looking to take your business to the next level, let's get this conversation started and turn your dreams into reality. So thanks for tuning in. In this episode, we're going to talk more about 8 AI, artificial intelligence, and discuss how to write chat GPT generated copy in your unique style and finish your products, your projects, and products in record time and still preserve your core beliefs, your tone, your message, and tell your own story. Now, on a personal note, I first met our guest and his partner in February when it wasn't really the cusp, but it seemed like it was the cusp of what was breaking this new technology, AI, generative AI, and uh, and how it relates to marketing content. And I was so interested, I joined their AI success club right away. And uh, uh, it, it was the first episode, I think, that uh, first or second, I, I asked um, Andy, I said, hey, can this write a sales letter? And then the next episode, he came out and said, act as though you're so-and-so, uh, are you familiar with this formula, this 12-step formula? Uh, write a sales letter, and this is my audience, this is my product, this is the call to action. And all these prompts were coming up, and I was just going, wow, I've got to have Andy, and I've got to have Denise on my show. And sure enough, uh, we've got Andy on the show. Let me introduce to you Andy O'Brien. He's uh, Andy O'Brien's professional journey began in the corporate marketing world during the 1990s, where he played a pivotal role and launching high-speed internet to a half a million people. But his passion for copywriting led him to leave corporate behind and fully embrace his first love. Over the years, Andy has sharpened his skills and expertise writing copy for thousands of clients in the heart-centered space, including coaches, speakers, and authors. Today, he stands at the forefront of the AI revolution as co-founder of the AI Success Club. Andy is dedicated to helping entrepreneurs just like you write copy faster and easier by harnessing the power of tools like ChatGPT in the most authentic and human and uh, morally altruistic way, I believe, possible. Uh, Andy, I'm excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming and welcome.
2: Hey, thanks, Paul. It's an honor to, uh, to be here and, and, and to follow Denise, who was just on with you. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's amazing that, that I have you right back to back. So that's how it's going to, I think that's how it's going to play out. So um, how are people using ChatGPT? I know how I'm using it. I'm using it to get ideas and, uh, and to take some of my ideas and re-, re-, re regenerate them. Uh and that's kind of how it I'm t- kind of tricking it to sound like me. But uh how how are they how are people using uh chat GPT today to write their own copy? And what's well, interesting about that?
2: Yeah, it's uh it what's it, what it's doing now is replacing the blank page uh dilemma. You know, most people, yeah. uh, maybe not most, but I know as a copyright, I mean, I've been writing copy for the last 20 years and I've had my my blank page moments, you know, where I just like am totally lost. Like, OK, how do I start? Uh, I need some inspiration. I need some type of, uh, you know, muse, you know, to uh, to get rolling with writing whatever I have to write. So whether it's a sales page or emails uh, or a social media post even, or if I'm trying to find like that one ideal headline, you know, or or a subject line, I, I can't tell you how many times over the years that I've written an email and then just was totally stumped about the subject line. And without <laughs> yeah. the subject line, as you know, without something good, uh, your email's is not even going to get read. Uh, so there's things like that, you know, and or without a good headline, your sales page isn't going to get read or, or I mean, I could go on, but it's yeah. just people are using it really as an icebreaker and as a uh, a marketing or writing partner, a a, a creative guide, you know, um, just something to uh, to be a catalyst for their creativity, and that's kind of what I've found uh, every day. You know, I'm really uh, immersed in this stuff, and so it's. It's been really quite a ride over the last seven, eight months. Uh, uh, ChatGPT first came on the scene in November and nobody really, you know, I mean, the holidays going on and it was uh, it it kind of was under the radar for a couple of weeks. And then things started kind of uh, bubbling a little bit. There started to get a little buzz. And and I remember talking to Denise right around uh, between Christmas and New Year's, I think we had a little call, and we were like, "Okay, uh, you know, she's been kind of a mentor of mine for a long time." And I'm talking about Denise Wakeman, who is my yeah. co-founder on the AI Success Club. Uh, and uh, she just said, "Well, you know, ChatGPT, have you tried it?" And this was back in December, and uh, it was uh, it was new, and I had kind of dabbled in it, um, but. At no point back then was I like thinking this was going to be a revolutionary thing. But a couple of weeks later, as I got a, you know, more, uh, more attuned to what it could do, its capabilities, I was pretty blown away. And I even put a post in Denise's uh, uh, membership area saying, uh, I feel like uh, the cavemen who j- just discovered fire. I mean, it's, it was that mind blowing on so many levels, not just copywriting. Um, I mean, content marketing and, uh, you know, you've got mid journey with the image development and uh, just so many different uh, capabilities. And so uh, that's really how it was born. But to get back to your question, um, I think people are just using it as a creative guide right now. However, there are a lot of people who are using it uh, as a crutch, you know, as a uh, as a way yeah. to just get things done uh, quicker than it should be, you know, like, okay, what I used to spend six hours on, now I can do it in 15 minutes, and all I have to do is cut and paste. And that's the danger I'm seeing, but I'm probably getting ahead of myself, but it's just so exciting. I just can't stop talking about this stuff.
1: I, I know it is a lot of fun to talk about. Uh, you know, one of my my mentors, uh, Ben Gay the third, He's probably the top sales sales uh, man. He wrote the series, The, the Closers. Uh, and he actually, back in the 60s, he employed Zig Ziglar. And they were buddies. Uh, anyway, he, he wrote a post on Facebook the other day. He said, yeah, a buddy of mine sent me a, um, a thank you email or something like that. And, and I said, I knew it stunk. I knew that he'd <laughs> use, he used AI to write it. And I deleted it. So don't send me that crap. Right. Right. And so it can be offensive and and you can see it. You can tell if people have done it who, who have used it, the, the, the title, the headlines are longer. Um, there's 17 bullet points instead of five. And we <laughs> as copyright, I'm I'm, I'm a, a, a an amateur copywriter also as marketers, we all have to wear different hats. And uh, you know, the, the odd number of bullets, I think still is a, uh, is, is a, a, a method or part of the methodology of, of, copywriting. And when you see 10 of them and chat GPT frequently gives you 10 bullet points when, um, when you, uh, if you, unless you train it to, to do the right thing. And so right. you can tell when people, and these are the mistakes that people are making, they're just copying pasting and, uh, yeah, they're getting it done Quack, quit. They're getting crap done, but, uh, what are they doing with their audience? What is, what is, how is their audience responding? And more than likely those marketers uh, who are doing that, their audiences aren't responding as well as they could. And maybe they're not responding at all.
2: It's a turnoff, you know, Um, it, and I have a feeling that in the few that we're going to come full circle at some point, it's going to be, I don't know if you remember the Dr. Seuss uh, uh, book on the Sneetches where uh the the you have this uh, group of uh of island dwellers uh, dwelling characters who develop this newfangled giant star on their bellies and uh the um Uh-oh. and the, the the ones that had stars were like ooh wow we are uh, we're really special so along comes this guy with this machine who will give everybody stars and so they all go in the machine, and then all of a sudden, nobody is special anymore. So now, this same guy comes back with a machine to take the stars off, and so uh, so he <laughs> he walks away, you know, rich, and these other and yeah. leaving the snitches, at least wondering what happened. So it kind of it reminds me of that this whole the whole ChatGPT boom, because eventually people are going to realize that um, if everything is AI then there really is no humanity left and uh there needs to be some type of uh resurgence of the humanizing part of it and that's kind of why I'm doing it before all that like my uh the YouTube channel I started I mean I'm I'm humanizing copy in there so it's yeah. you really need to go in there and um and tweak what ChatGPT gives you or you run the the legitimate Real risk of looking like everybody else. And, you know, it's you will uh, not succeed uh, like you thought you would. You know, you're going to save all this time, but you won't be authentic anymore. And that's really what I'm seeing for a lot of people. I'm seeing a lot of the same old uh, cliche words that ChatGPT is using, like revolutionary, revolutionize, take to the next level um say hello to this and say goodbye to that these are terms that chatgpt is using because um it, it it recognizes out into the ether cuz it's a it's a language model so it's only pulling out things that people have used so often for so long um and it's just spitting it back out and saying okay use these words cuz they've worked in the past and it, but it's doing it for everybody and so yeah. now, if you see those words on sales pages, in emails, and social media, you're like, "This person just uh, is using AI. So why should I buy his stuff or her stuff if they, if all they're doing is taking and uh, you know pasting in the ChatGPT stuff?" Um, but what's cool about you know the the stuff that Denise and I are doing in the club is we're doing prompting that is more uh in tune with your unique voice so you can still you can you can kill two birds you know you can uh, have your cake and eat it too with chat gpt so right. you just have to know the right prompts and the right follow-ups and and how to tweak it correctly so that's what we're trying to do with mem with our members and you're in the club as well so you probably know you know what we're trying to accomplish in there
1: yeah, the thing the thing that I discovered early on um, was that chat GPT is a conversation. So you're having a conversation with a language model. And um Denise and I were talking about this last week. Uh, she was quoting uh, last time we were on it, rather, um, Brennan Wood Woodruff. Who said that the 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 basically paraphrasing this that the AI model really isn't isn't learning; it's the user who's learning how to ask better questions, and that's true in marketing. Period. The better you the better you can be clear about who your audience is, what 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 their problems are, how you how you articulate how you solve them. Uh, when you ask better questions, you can arrive at those things faster, and your marketing will be better. And Chat gpt is teaching people to ask better questions, which is fabulous. And uh, it, it was the mm. follow-up prompts that I, I that you were showing us uh, in the club that uh, I went, aha, okay. So now I can I can take a take a response and I can refine it and say I don't really quite like that, but I like what I like this part of it. And maybe I can learn how to ask it better questions. So I get, you know, get better output from it. So yeah, um, the beauty really was, is
2: in, in the follow-ups. Yeah.
1: Yes. yeah. Um, so let can let's take, talk about that for a minute.
2: Yeah. You can take multiple, uh, you know, try multiple, uh, follow-up prompts until you get, uh, your ideal result. And this happens to me every day. I mean, if I'm working on an email and I tell, I give it specific instructions and, and all the great context that it needs and all that. And then it still gives me something, eh, you know, uh, mediocre, lackluster. I will have that conversation and keep working with it until, I mean, like, a, like a, let's say you have a copywriter, let's say you hired a, a human copywriter to work with. And naturally you're gonna ask that person for revisions. Very rarely is, is, is the home run hit on the first draft. So it's right. just like uh, having a, a copywriter uh, as a, one of your employees or, or vendors or whatever. Um, you will keep having different iterations uh, until you're happy. And so really ChatGPT is no different than that, uh, except it's a lot quicker. Um, so yeah. as long as you give it the right follow-up instructions, it will uh, do what you tell it. And so many times, I mean, I, I've been so happy with ChatGPT's GPT's um, results after a few follow-up prompts. I've actually thanked it and complimented it and been like, great job. You know, I, this is perfect. Yeah. Thank you. You know? And, um, and it'll say, uh, oh, you're welcome. Happy to help. Just keep me posted and, and let me know what else you need. <laughs> so it's yeah. pretty wild how like you really can have real conversations with an artificial uh, being you know it's it's pretty cool
1: yeah it, it is cool and and i learned that from you to thank and say oh great job and uh i'd read somewhere uh i i am just scooping up this information wherever i can and there's bad ai information out there folks uh that people are can lead you astray there's a lot there's charlatans or you know there's scammers out there too that you should be aware of uh just like uh you know going out in uncharted waters you you need to be need to be wary and prepared but um I learned that um I read that thanking the the uh, the chat bot gave would uh potentially give you better results not sure if that's true but it may it may make you feel better about working with someone and asking them uh for for help and results so it's 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 just good etiquette I think
2: well, uh, I have a theory a, about that. Um, yeah. I think that if if you thank or praise or both, uh, ChatGPT, it comes out in your personality that it's learning. So if it knows that you are somebody who is grateful and who uh, likes to uh, uh, you know to commend you, the people you're working with, it will take that and and use it in future things that it does for you at least in the session you're in. <laughs> so, yeah, because yeah, yeah. with each new chat button you hit, it's you start from a clean slate. But it's right. always good to thank ChatGPT in my opinion. I just think it's something uh that could, can't hurt. It takes a split second to write it and then it will know uh that it's going in the right direction.
1: Well, gratitude is always a, is a good practice anyway, no matter what. I mean, it makes your life better. The person right. who's thankful their, their life is, has, has more abundance, I believe, than, uh, than those who aren't grateful for what they have. So can we talk about follow-up prompts? Can you give like uh, an example of uh, a prompt that would help, um, let's say a, a coach, uh, let's say it was a health coach, um, discover some key information that they might not know about their audience and just maybe a couple of one example with a follow-up. I'm uh, well, not going to share this on the screen, but maybe sure. maybe where you'd like to start with that.
2: Well, actually, I'm I'm glad you started with that because knowing your audience is really the foundation of anything in marketing.
1: Everything, um, yeah.
2: <laughs> so... Uh, that's really the the starting point that's the most logical when dealing with ChatGPT is having it learn about your target audience. So if you are teaching ChatGPT about your target, like telling it uh, as much as you know about it, and then having it come back to you with other uh, aspects of your audience that maybe you didn't know, they didn't realize, right. <laughs> um, yeah. then then you could go back to it and say, um, okay, now, now that you know the age range and, and the niche and the, uh, the specialties and uh, the pain points and the desires of my target audience, um, now I want to know where they hang out on social media. You know, where are they most apt to, um, to read my content? And that would be a great follow-up question. So as another follow-up or in the same follow-up, you could say, and I've done this, I think I've done this in one of the classes that we did in the club, um, not only where they hang out, but why do they hang out there? You know, what Mm. is it about Instagram, for example, that appeals to my target audience? Um, what do they like? And it'll say, uh, well, it's because they are visual and, and they like to, uh, uh, to, to tie images with uh, motivational messages and um, they, you know, whatever, you know, it's, it's, it will give you the reasons behind uh, them going to a particular uh, social media platform. And that's just an example. That's just one and way. All,
1: yeah, and they're also probably uh, high, uh, high likelihood that they're using their smartphone uh, to oh, yeah. consume co- content. Versus a, a desktop or or a tablet, more than likely, because a lot of consumers using Instagram are are on and they do everything on their smartphones. They write comp copy on their smartphones.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, another thing, like that, I discovered, um, that's a great thing to do if if you want to. Let's say you want to start doing Instagram reels, but it's yeah. totally uh, it, you just don't get it. You know, you just you you just aren't feeling it you don't know but you know how powerful it is you know that it is uh it, you know it's really getting a lot of people views and engagements and um it's a powerful tool for content marketing but you don't have the faintest idea how to use it and you don't really know where to begin so just as an example okay mm-hmm. so what you could do is say to chat gpt um tell me all about how to use instagram reels, like I'm five. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and it will give you not only the answer to that step by step, um, but it will make it fun and, and appealing like you're <laughs> literally five years old. And you're learning uh, like a total newbie, a total beginner with reels. And it, it's so cool the way it will tell you, okay, First of all, you need to go and and uh, transfer uh, your your videos, because, you know, if if you have videos on your uh, on your desktop, you can't really do reels. Uh, well, you know, it really needs to happen on your phone. So you need to take those and move mm-hmm. them over to your phone. And, and it's just the way it presents this information to you, like your five. And um, and it's uh, it's really helpful, you know
1: wow um, I'm gonna use that because i'm I'm like five years old on Instagram me too
2: <laughs> that's why I use that example <laughs> because i so, want I want to use reels and I'm clueless you know um I know so, I do too
1: you, you know um another way that people are using uh chat gpt and I'm using it i'm I'm an i t manager also in uh my bag of tricks and um I have an access database that was really, really old. And I want to um, enable the users to be able to do their data entry work, They're, they create labels. Um, and I want to um, instead of using the report writer that's built in, which isn't really very robust, I want to have them do a mail merge with mm-hmm. Microsoft Word. And I have to upgrade to the uh, most recent version to the most latest version and most latest uh, capabilities of access, Microsoft Access, uh, in order to be able to to uh, trigger a mail merge uh, from within the visual basic code that's that's embedded in, which is maybe over a lot of people's head. But what I did is I went I actually went to Bard, uh, not Chat GPT. I went to Bard um, because it was able to to um, input my it it actually uploaded my database and my code and my mail merge document. And I gave it an assignment to upgrade the code, upgrade the database and add these new features to it. Mm. And so it's actually going out and uh, it's doing a project for me right now. And it's going to email me when it's done. And it has an us estimate for what it's going to invoice me to get the final product. So mm. I've just saved myself, <laughs> you know, 30 or 40 hours worth of programming time uh, and I, in, in a past life, I was a programmer. I've done lots of programming and uh, former CIO and, and uh, uh coder and all that in, in my, in my past life, but I don't want to code. I have more important, more higher level things to do. Uh, so I'm, I'm having AI do it for me. And, you know, Amazon has had, had little robots and things doing little tasks for a long time using AI. And so it's it's, it's really getting more powerful. Uh, but anyways, it, it does give you instructions like that. I, I asked the, the chat GPT, how to, uh, to get some tasks done with, with Excel. What mm-hmm. I wanted to do is I wanted to count the number of words in one cell. And if it was more than if, if there were n- this number of words, I wanted to, to copy it into other cells to separate them. And it, it gave me three formulas to do that. And so it gave me the formula. And I could just hit copy and I pasted the formula into the column B and into column C and, and column A was where, where my, my list of names was. And it was able to split those up perfectly. But it wow. would have taken me, qu- I could have done that on my own because I'm an Excel user and I know, it, I know it really well, but I was able to use Chat ChatGPT to, to solve that problem in five minutes. Saved and, you a lot of work, and, I'm sure. It, it saved me a lot of work. And I documented the whole process and I gave it to my client and now their whole team knows how to do that so they can do that work. And um, it's, not, it's a no brainer. So it's not a, it saves them time. So it's saving time in the workplace for really practical things.
2: And, it's really uh, a productivity revolution going on right now. <laughs> you know, if as long as you use it the right way and, and know what prompts to use and, um, I, I'll tell you, uh, not even a year from now, but I'd say six months from now, we're going to be looking back on on uh, this podcast and, and the things we're talking about and realize, wow, it's pretty funny like how much it is already advanced just in six months. And,
1: and how naive we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in six months, Andy, we'll have to have you and Denise back on the show yeah. and uh, we'll do an update, uh, chat GPT2. And uh, for sure, we're just scratching the surface.
2: Probably one um, month, but yeah, it's it's. I was going to say a year, but I was thinking six months. It's just it's just wild. There's just so many things every day. There's new stuff coming out.
1: Yeah. So how can people be more authentic when using AI and still save time?
2: Well, um, there are a lot of things you can do to train ChatGPT to write the way you write. You know, you can teach it certain things. Um, like the, what you can do is give ChatGPT the exact way that you like to write, your own style. Um, and that's really what would differentiate you from other ChatGPT users. If you are able to just give it all the different things about your writing style, like what's your tone? Um, are you conversational? Do you write in more of a formal way? Are you casual? Are you academic? That's Those are different tone styles. What about your humor style? Are you uh, witty? Are you sarcastic? Do you like to use puns? Uh, what about like dry humor or, you know, just do you like to tell jokes or whatever? Um, you could right. give that to ChatGPT. How about your emotional expression? Do you use direct statements? Do you like to use vivid imagery or subtle hints? in the way you express things emotionally. Um, And then there's the storytelling aspect, which is a whole other conversation. Um, Do you like to tell anecdotes or do you have certain personal experiences that you want to share with ChatGPT so it can use it in your marketing material or your content? Um, What about hypotheticals? Do you like to use that when you're telling stories? And then there's the pacing. Is your style fast-paced or slow or reflective? And just all these things. And, and there's a way that uh, you could give this to ChatGPT. You can either uh, pull out some of the content you've already written out there, like articles or blog posts um, mm-hmm. or uh, transcripts to podcasts you've done or or videos. Um, you just give this to ChatGPT to analyze your writing style, or you just spoon feed it all the things that I just talked about with your tone and, and all that. Um, but the important thing is to share examples and you can find yeah. these all over the place like so i'm sure uh the list, your listeners the folks listening to this now are you know have things on their hard drive that they could pull out and that are a good example of uh their writing style and their personality and their unique voice and if you just give these to chat gpt and and prompt it in a way that Uh, tells it to learn that, then uh, you're in pretty good shape. And actually, one of the things that uh, folks can, uh, actually, one of the things I want to give away on this uh, is a style guide that Mm. people can use to help them to help ChatGPT. So uh, it's basically uh, a way for them to see an example and a questionnaire, like they can even ask uh, or answer questions that are in this uh, this PDF that I have, that will help them to aid ChatGPT to learn their voice, and um, it's it, it will go a long way to uh, uh, you know to getting a lot of things done in your unique style with ChatGPT instead of just trying to wing it uh, without all that stuff. And yeah, you know, so it's, uh, so people listening to this, uh, can have that as a gift and, uh, it's, it's really very helpful.
1: Okay. And we'll put that on the, um, on the episode page so you can find it. We'll we'll get to the gift in a minute. Um, about the style guide. I, 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 of course I have the style guide and I found it much easier to give the chatbot my examples of my writing than to to even really know what my tone is. What is my style? What is my uh, emotional expressions? Uh, how do I tell stories? I I, I know that part. I, I tell them sequentially. If you, if you read my newsletter this morning, I, I left the dock and we went out to see the fireworks and, and uh, you know, the boat sank and all that. Uh, but uh you know, first the earth cooled, then the dinosaurs came. That's how I tell the stories. Uh, <laughs> finally, just like Cliff Claven on, on uh, Cheers. But uh, you know, some people don't know what their style is is my point. Uh, I have a uh, an outsourced um, SEO company doing uh, some writing for uh, one of my clients and and uh, we ended up rewriting all their content that they gave us, even though that we've, we, what we did is we, we we developed a more, um, a more descriptive buyer persona for them with use cases. So they understood our market better. Uh, we did that, but then they gave us some content templates, some content intake templates. So we could, we could um, tell them keywords and definitions and more about the, the, the topic that they were trying to write about. This helps save time. Uh, hopefully they're going to, it's just, it's it's the same thing you would do with a copywriter uh, or, or with chat GPT, you've got to tell it what you want. And so uh, that's kind of what we're doing with the humans. So it's similar to that. Uh, that's great. But um, but they can't, but they can't uh, take in the, you uh, as easily as Chat GPT, and they can't intake all the content that we've written and, and derive what we want out of it because we know our domain really well and, and they don't. So that's what you have to teach, Chat PT is not just your style, but your domain too, like your well, audience.
2: Yeah. And the reason why I mention a style guide is because every session you have to start over again. So it's good to have right. that guide uh, to teach it, and it's all in the prompting. Um, Yeah, you can give it your style. And if you don't know what your style is, then you can, you know, either ask other people or like I like you said, just put in examples of your writing and it can usually pull out uh, aspects of your writing style from that. Um, One of the things I like to tell people is take some of your uh, your responses in social media, (laughs) because Uh That can really draw, I mean, that's when your personality really comes out. Like if you're in a group uh, mm. and, and it, it could even be a group about a TV show or something like that. It doesn't even have to be professional. Uh, it yeah. could be any type of group, um, but give it some of those old posts or things that you've posted on Facebook or, or wherever uh, that can showcase your personality and, uh, and it, it will help.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is like you said, each session is a new session. Once you've taught Chat GPT your style with your style guide or with your um, if you give it samples, you could tell it to output a style guide for you, which you could then copy and paste into a document that you can save. So the next time you, you do a session with maybe a new session and you wanna t- you wanna teach chat. You got to teach, it's like Fifty First dates. You got to teach it all over again, the movie 50, <laughs> you got to teach it all analogy. over again. So, so you can take, you can take though that, uh, that style guide, either the one that you made or the one that the, the chatbot made for you and teach it and say, this is my style. I'm going to call this the Andy O'Brien uh, copywriting style. Use that to write this email. And it's about this these things. So that that's a way that you can reuse that style guide, isn't that right?
2: Yes, and yeah. uh, if uh, just to pivot a little over to the storytelling aspect, you can actually create a story guide too. Um, oh, like okay. if if you want to uh, have ChatGPT help you with your storytelling, like if you have a really great hero's journey that nobody knows about, or um, you know, just some story you want to share, or just have it learn about uh, what your values or beliefs are and what your challenges have been or, uh, you know, things like that. There is a story guide that you can also use um, and in the same way as a style guide. So there's just a lot uh-huh. of things that you can feed ChatGPT so it will uh, do its job better for you. So
1: speaking of storytelling then, uh, and I've seen you do a presentation on storytelling. We uh, probably won't have time to go real deep into that, but what kinds of stories uh, do you recommend that marketers create and, and with the aid of artificial intelligence or really, we I, I know that we all need, we need uh, stories around our experiences, maybe case studies with our clients, or maybe our Genesis story, why we do what we do. So could you talk about that for a minute?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people probably think that when it comes to storytelling it's only about your story like uh, and a lot of people don't really want to tell their story or they don't want to share it you know there's there could be really personal things that they don't want to divulge or whatever but there's there's so many other facets of storytelling that ChatGPT can help you with like how your company started what your inspirational business idea was to uh, to arrive at at uh, at this business you're in now uh what about the journey of your company um what uh peaks and valleys did it encounter along the way uh what about the journey of a product that you were about to release like that you're you've been working on for years let's say and and all of a sudden you got this epiphany like what what's the story behind that um how does your journey relate to your target audience's journey that's a connection you mm. can make to your target that really shows a lot of empathy and your target will get you at that point. Like they'll start to know, like, and trust you, which is, as we all know, is the basis of uh, uh, long-term client relationships. And- um, any so, relationship, yeah. yeah any, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. so you could do uh, just stories of trial and error, success stories of your past clients or customers. That, those are stories, testimonials and case studies. So there's a lot of ways to uh, incorporate all kinds of stories into uh, what you're doing, so that ChatGPT can help you to craft something that people can really put their arms around, and that can be in a sales page, or social media, or emails, and you know, blog posts, articles, um, so many different yeah. possibilities.
1: Wow, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, those other ways. Uh, just thinking about how how your company started. Uh, and your journey are are um, you know kind of people people don't even really get that. I mean, a lot of people don't 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 know how important that is to uh, to connect with your audience to tell your story and what what you overcame to get there. Or you know even even uh, like I, I sank my boat on the Fourth of July. I told that story only be, because I want people to relate to me. I know some of my people people on my list are are, are boaters. And so they they would relate to that, and and you know I related that to the business journey uh, as well. But by by uh, going out on uncharted waters and not being prepared and not knowing where I was going, and having a, having a better feel for that, you know, as a metaphor for okay, you need guidance, you need to uh, you need to have vision, but you still need to take risks in business. So uh, that's a great way to to connect with people when they when you you uncover who you are, what you what you're about. Um, what you care about you know
2: and the way you just described your story um kind of having a moral you know and chat gpt can even help you with that like yeah uh here's this story you could give it a story and it'll say it'll give you different uh inspiring morals to come out of it lessons learned and uh it's amazing you know you you could be the storyteller into chat gpt and then it can turn around and give you other takes on it and, and, uh, ways to, uh, to share it with your audience. And
1: that's the surprising thing when you do that. Uh, I did that, uh, when I was writing this story and it, it came back with some stuff that I didn't want to use, but it came back with, I said, what's the moral of this story? And I knew what the moral was, but I wanted to know if there was more. And I, w- I wanted to know, is there another moral, um, that I could use to transition to, and this is a business newsletter. I wanted to take this, this fun story about, you know, sinking my boat on 4th of July and turn it into something that's useful for uh, a business owner. And so it was able to, to, to draw those perspectives. I was just kind of testing it to see, to see what it would come up with because I already knew kind of where I was going, but it really was helpful to, um, to help me go through that thought process right. to, uh, and to uh, to ask myself, uh, like I said, I think we're getting better because of this technology. We're, we're getting better as marketers and storytellers uh, just by asking the right questions.
2: And the nice thing about uh, having ChatGPT learn your unique voice is we learn more about ourselves when we start this exercise with ChatGPT, like, oh yeah, I guess that is my writing style. Okay. I never realized that. And, you know, you, you become more aware of how you write and, and the reasons behind the things you say and, and, you know, the motivations behind them. And it's just, uh, it's enlightening (laughs) a lot of this. It
1: it really is. So what do you see the future of, of this? We were, we were talking before the show and during the show, uh, um, you know maybe in 6 months we're going to be looking back and saying oh geez we we were pretty naive back then uh, <laughs> uh you don't don't really know what the future is but what what are you what are your thoughts on the future of direct response copywriting and content marketing for ai and uh now that well, as uh, as here
2: there's going to be a lot more plugins that's for sure uh yeah. more apps more uh and there are already quite a few but I always uh, gravitate back to ChatGPT because they're they're all based on that. Um, yeah. So, you know, you, you see all these offshoots, uh, all these different other ways that you can write your copy or write uh, content uh, using these other applications. But um, at the end of the day, just go to ChatGPT. If you know the right prompts, you don't have to open up all these other plugins. Um, so, yeah,
1: and I think that prompt engineering that's baked into those apps is what people are after because they don't want to learn or they don't have the time or they don't take the time to learn how to prompt. Uh, I, I keep coming back to chat and GPT too. I have a, a, a tool called quick, quick, Write, Uh, which is for authoring books and, um, which is great. And it's, it's purpose built for that. It has the prompts built into it. You just ask, answer some question, and it comes out with, with, you know, what you would expect. Uh, but I keep coming back to chat GPT because I'm just more familiar with it. And I'm just, it, it's, it's easier to have a conversation than to plug in a template and yes. a template to me, a template can be limiting because there's, there's other context uh, that might be necessary that there's not a place to plug in, mm-hmm. you know, and yep. uh, and there's uh, and you want to fill in all the blanks, but you don't know what the reasoning behind the blank is. And so I like the freeform nature of Chat GPT because of that and because of the conversational prompts and following up and fine tuning. And, and I, I like that. Um, but you're right. There's going to be more apps and courses and teachers and mastermind groups. And and, you know, that that's already happening. And uh, I think you need to, you need to listen to, uh, to people who you trust with this, because I know that there's going to be a lot of uh, the ill will that's going to be baked into some of these app- apps also, um, right. malware. And I've been reading on security uh, and uh, private information, and you need to be really careful about what you share with a chat bot, um, because, you know, there's that personally identifiable information that it, what does it do with it? stay in that session or does it get stored we don't really know so you need to be careful with it
2: yeah what else um yeah the other thing is uh i really think the future is in the humanization of it and that's kind of when i was talking about dr seuss earlier is i I really think at some point there's going to be a uh, uh a pivotal breaking point where everyone's like just so jaded with all of these, uh, all the ChatGPT uh, generated copy that's out there. And they're going to be clamoring for humanization again. And (laughs) so, uh, (laughs) you know, we will get there there. It will happen. Um, and so, so I don't think copywriters need to worry. Uh, I think they are just ride this wave for a while and make the most of it. Um, and, you know, hang on. Because there will always be a market for uh, authenticity, um, and uh, in this way. Right. And it's funny because people are have told me, "Oh, well, there are uh, plugins to humanize, uh, you know, to to make your uh, your copy uh, uh, authentic." It's like, no, wait a minute, it's t- it's still AI, so it's you can't. There's no human plugins. You know, we are the plugins, you know, our our own brains are the plugins right. for this stuff. You, you can't farm that out. It's, uh, it's, I don't care how many uh plugins you got to to make somebody's voice authentic. It's It, it comes down to taking what ChatGPT gives you, putting it in a Word doc or a Google doc and tweaking it, fixing it up, putting your own little nuances into it. There will always be that uh, need in the marketplace for your personality. Um, You and I preach this all the time. You you can't copy and paste this stuff.
1: And I think that's why I gravitated towards you and Denise uh, because I could tell um, the kinds. I could tell that's where you were going with it. And when you pretend to be authentic, you'll be found out and replaced. If you aren't really authentic and you aren't really who you say you are, um, you'll be found out. You know even the Bible tells you tells, talks about that. And uh, so it, those things that are behind closed doors that, are, that the, the truth will be unleashed, the truth will be found out. And so people gravitate towards the truth and towards authenticity. and uh, they also, right now, they're, they're gravitating, gravitating towards uh, get it done get it done, get it done. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, I like the intersection and D- Diana or Denise and I were talking about that intersection of AI content marketing and the user and how the user grows and uh, learns from it. Like we're talking about and how you um, we take that and make that human, then, then I think you're going to be really winning with, uh, with AI.
2: Uh, Absolutely. Do and, and just to tell you a little story I did last week, there was this big promotion going on for this product all week long. And, <laughs> and I was, you know, kind of dabbling with ChatGPT a bit. And I thought, uh, and, and I was getting some decent uh, conversion rates on the emails I was putting out. And then I thought to myself, you know what, I'm going to just write an email from scratch, like I used to do before ChatGPT. And I'm going to see what happens. And so I devoted, you know, Half hour, 45 minutes, I banged out an email in my own words and, and uh, real authentic, the way I used to. And my conversion rates doubled or even tripled, I think, on that email. Um, so it, I'll tell you, it's, uh, there's a big difference and people are spotting it already.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It, as fast as it rose and it's rising, it's, it's going to come crashing down maybe, or, or, or it's, gonna, it's certainly going to evolve. We know that. And so are we. We as people, and you know, maybe maybe someday, you know, we'll have chips in our head so we can so we can transfer that that uh, human. But it, it still isn't going to be work. Still isn't going to work. We're we still need to be human, and humans connect with humans, and face to face is the best way to be. And and telling authentic stories and being real is is really where it's at, in my opinion. And I think that you agree with that.
2: Absolutely. Yes, I do. Yeah.
1: So, Andy, uh, as we wrap up today, and thanks for the extra time, uh, wrap up with your final words, and uh, I'd like to know, what are three things that our listeners can do to put these ideas into action?
2: All right. Well, I think the first thing would be to really uh, do some soul searching, dig deep into who you uh, want to be online You know, what persona yeah. do you really want to reflect out there? And, and then, you know, take that and document it with your writing style and with uh, the stories you want to tell and and create these things so that you can have ChatGPT alongside you. Um, the second thing, though, is to really make sure that ChatGPT is your uh, your helper, your assistant, um, your muse, you know, for when you have that blank page that we talked about earlier. Um, mm-hmm. And not just a uh, a get it done for you thing. It's a done with you product or, or you know, tool. Um, it's not a done for you tool. And we uh, just to coin those phrases from way back when. Um, yeah. And I guess the third thing is to just be mindful of how you're putting your prompts in, make sure that you write good follow-up prompts and help ChatGPT to help you uh, to take what it gives you, really take a good look at it. And and if it's not you, if it doesn't feel right, have it, try it again. And if that doesn't feel right, have it, try it again. Keep trying until you're happy. And if it takes longer, just put it in perspective. It's still going to be a fraction of the time it used to take to do this stuff, whether it's you know right. whatever it is you're writing, your sales page your emails, um, I mean, it can do so much and and so just keep it in perspective and don't get uh, overly uh, uh, overly enthusiastic about it. Keep it all uh, in perspective. So right
1: keeping it real yes. <laughs> yes, sir. So, thank you so much, Andy, for being on the show today. Uh, like I said, with Denise, we're just scratching the surface of this. Uh, and there's so much more. Uh, Andy is launching a—he has launched a fabulous YouTube channel called the AI Copy Lab, and you're going to want to make sure that you subscribe and check that out. It's—it's uh, it's got some great tips about more about what we're talking about here. Uh, you'll learn a lot. It's at YouTube, um, www.youtube.com forward slash at sign AI copy lab. So that's www.youtube.com forward slash at sign. That's a little that's shift two on your keyboard for people who know how to type on a keyboard. That's at sign AI copy lab. And uh, there's also, if you check out the uh, resources on the, on the, uh, Lead machine growth show page for this episode, which will uh, you'll find also information on the AI success club and um, game changing prompts to boost your traffic. So there there are some uh, some other resources that we'll will have up there on the uh, on the episode page. And Andy, uh, you mentioned uh, prom- the style guide was it that you were mentioning?
2: Yeah, and no, I'd love too? for. For everyone listening to have those style guides and um we can put that on the page as well right they can just okay. download those
1: yeah 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 it's the uh-huh. uh the the url for that will be www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com forward slash andy o'brien that's o-b-r-y-a-n so that's www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com forward slash Andy-O'Brien, O-B-R-Y-A-N. Is that right, Andy?
2: That is right. Yeah, Y-A-N, not I-E-N. Right, that's right.
1: (laughs) Uh, And so thank you as we wrap up. Remember, faith and action go hand in hand. So put the pedal to the metal. And until next time on the Lead Machine Growth Show, I'm Paul Guyon. And thank you, Andy, again for being on the show.
2: Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Lead Machine Growth Show with Paul Guyon, where we show you how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream so that you can transform your vision into reality. Remember to visit our website at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network we look forward to seeing you next time on the lead machine growth show